This is Greg from the Philly Blunt. In this episode, we sit down with Danya Henninger, editor-in-chief of BillyPen.com at Browhouse Schmitz on South Street. We wanted to sit down with Danya since she is a woman with her finger on the pulse of all that's happening in Philly. She's also working to make news more accessible to all Philadelphians and is part of a local coalition of news agencies seeking more collaborative ways to serve the Delaware Valley more effectively. Don't forget to check us out on social media for news and updates about the podcast, all as the Philly Blunt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please leave us a five-star rating at the end if you like what we're doing. It only takes a couple of seconds, can be done anonymously, and it really helps others who may enjoy this podcast find us. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Philly Blunt. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Reef. Hey, this is Greg. And uh, we are excited to have our latest guest on the show, the uh, chief editor at Billy Penn, Danya Henninger. Danya, welcome to the show. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess you've done quite a lot of different things. The Videographer, lot. photographer, editor... A uh, ton of beer and food writing. Web designer. Right, web designer. So of all those things, which one is your favorite? My favorite is being an editor. My oh, yeah? favorite is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of my MO for life. Is If I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to keep doing it. Right, nice. Uh, what is it about editing? that? It's not... I mean, editing is kind of only one of the things that an, a newsroom editor does. You know, it's uh, following, having a voice in the conversation, the general conversation of what everyone's, in, in my case, because it's local, journalis- local journalism, it's what's going on in Philly. Mm-hmm. So having a voice in that conversation, and it's not just my voice as an editor, you have a much broader reach. Mm-hmm. Like, I have three reporters who I can help uh, tell them what stories to cover. And we also, like at Billy Penn, we do this thing called curation where we, like, we're the most tuned in people in Philly. Like, we read every news site every day, basically. And not just the news sites, we read all the, like, as much social media as we can and kind of sort through that and filter through all that and share it with our audience. So, um, Who would you say your audience is? I mean, you know, Google Analytics tells us something about our audience. We know that they are about 65% millennial plus, which is uh, like 40, 44 and under. Okay. Uh, or like 22 to 44, whatever that is. So, so I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm in there. We're, we're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're I'm in there close. for one more year. <laughs> I'm in there for one more year. I personally have just, just aged out of that. Okay. I'm out of it as well. Um, but, you know, but, but not having kids makes me kind of act like I'm there a pseudo millennial. There you go. So um, we're, we're at Bra Schmitz. Um, and as always, we have our guests pick out what bar they want us to record the podcast. And uh, you pick Brauhaus. What is it about this bar that you like so much? I think, you know, in the German Brauhaus, Brauhaus, Schmitz, I love that um, they have a unique beer identity. Philly is such a beer city. I mean, 20 years ago, it was tough. You know, there were only a few great beer bars. Now they're, they're on every block. But this has a unique identity of, like, German beers. And they really do get some of the beers that you can't get anywhere else in the country. But it's also, like, they made the whole atmosphere like a beer hall. It's like a German beer hall. And it's not, it doesn't feel fake. It right. doesn't feel, like, disney or anything. Disney-fied. Right. I like that yeah. word. So you grew up in New York. 
I did. I grew up uh, 18 years, born and raised in New York City, and always thought I would live there. Like, I had all these reasons for why I would, ha- I would live there. Like, um, you know, I, why I wanted to raise kids there is what I had the reasons for. Like, you're, you're never going to be bored. You're never going to be driving around the 7-Eleven drunk. There's always something to do. Right. The second one is there's always... Uh, you're going to grow up street smart. Right. You know, you're going to know when to, how to watch out for yourself. And the third is that you're just culturally surrounded by diversity all the time. What borough were you? I was in Manhattan okay. uh, on the Upper West Side. And like after I went away to college, my dad uh, like said he couldn't, couldn't afford to go to the supermarket anymore. <laughs> and so he moved. He sold the house, the apartment, and moved. I mean, that was the, the Upper West Side. Right. The yuppies. Right, that's, right, what, right. that's when that happened. Mm-hmm. But, but now, you know, of course, I'm not living in New York. I'm not even a, I don't even consider myself a New Yorker. Sure. And nice, also, nice. I'm, I'm not having kids, so <laughs> that that all that was all a wash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so you're in New York. You stay there 18 years. You think you're going to go there, and then you go to Brown. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I went to. Well, you did good research. Yeah, of course. we don't we don't fuck around on this. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We're so, going to pull out a lot of link, stuff. <laughs> LinkedIn. If it's on LinkedIn, we're here. But I actually <laughs> didn't. I actually dropped out of Brown. Okay. What's your What's your dropout story? What happened? You just weren't feeling it. I met my husband. Oh. Love. You, well, I, I actually, Brown, I did not like the Brown students. Um, Brown was like... Brown University students. Brown University. We have to specify that. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do it, man. They'll take that, they'll take that clip and the Billy Penn's, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just Thank looking you, out for you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. I did not like the Brown University students. <laughs> that you're the first person who's brought that up to me. And, and I have said this to black people it's, before. It's a, it's a gotcha culture, man. You right, got to be right. careful. You know? Right. Um, so can't wait to tease this story. This whole podcast. <laughs> that's gonna be gonna, the, that's gonna be the clip. Yeah. Tanya Henninger see? says she did not like, <laughs> like Brown, Brown students. <laughs> News at eleven. See? <laughs> Just looking out, sister. And All even right. if you capitalize it, it's like Brown. Brown? You yeah. can't, yeah. can't get around yeah. it. Can't get away. You didn't like the Brown University students. What was it? But they were snotty. They were no. I mean, they were like the PC culture, politically correct culture mm-hmm. that is now pretty much all across the nation in a lot of liberal arts colleges. Mm-hmm. It was there when I was there in the '90s. It was like to the extent of like word police. Like you couldn't say certain words, mm-hmm. and my professors were more interested in like the activism we were doing than mm-hmm. our actual schoolwork. Okay, and it just it, it seems silly to me. What, what were you majoring in? I was a biochem major. Okay. Wow. I worked in, uh, and and actually for a year after I left school, I still worked in the research lab where I was, where I, where I had been an intern. Like I was, I wanted to, you know, cure cancer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's cool. How's, um, that, how's that Pinot, Reef? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's got a nice, airy, uh, breathy... F- I don't know. In kind a German a, bar, drinking yeah. Italian I, white wine. I, I, have I, have, I have stuff to do I after this. You out. This guy's had me drinking gin and all types of stuff last <laughs> night. I'm Let like, it be known he's pointing to Johnny. Yes, yeah, not yeah. you. You would yeah. never do that. No, never. no, God, no. Can we back to our lovely subject of here? Of course. So. Drinking is all about... Anyone who knows me knows I'm, I'm, I'm all... like I like drinking. I have a... Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I realized a couple of years ago and I made it my pin tweet and like anyone who goes to my Twitter page is like the reason I like right. alcohol is basically it gives me beer goggles for yeah. humanity. Well, how did you get from how did you get from biochemistry to video? 
Um, that's my husband's fault, Mark. Okay. All right. Um, we were going to open a cafe because we, my husband, when I met him, he was managing a set of cafes and he knew how to roast coffee. And we actually still roast wow. coffee at home just okay. for ourselves. Sounds like a very interesting guy. We have, he is a very interesting <laughs> yeah. guy. He's, he is the world's most interesting guy, whatever. <laughs> okay. But my God, it's so hard to open a restaurant, right? And the look saying location, location, location. Mm-hmm. We found one. It didn't. It fell through. We found another. It fell through. And during this time, we're teaching ourselves computer stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Mark writes up a business plan and he goes to his mom and he's like, look, the cafe thing isn't working. We convinced her to invest in our business. We started iMagic Digital okay. um, and bought a huge... Um, printer a large format printer that was like in our living room okay. and started doing business with other photographers went and cold called them and like started turning you know like you can make a painting out of a photo yeah. now it's a commodity you could just upload it and do it online right. back then it was like a talent a yeah. thing like a special yeah. so we would do that for photographers and we would do retouching and color correction and stuff it was doing pretty well when we moved to Philly mm. it was because we wanted to be closer to the because we wanted to be back in the city but the excuse was that we needed to be closer to the airport because we had contracts with like hotel chains and mm. resorts all over the country in the Caribbean and oh, we were that's awesome. flying every week somewhere right. else right it was all business to business. All of our markets were luxury markets. Mm. So it was like high-end architects, high-end home builders, mm. high-end golf resorts, high-end hotels. In 2008, you and know, when the crash crashed. hit, all right. of it. All of it. Wow. There wasn't a single client that didn't, right. you know, get Feel hurt. Right. Was that, so was that a scary time for you guys? Yeah, that was a scary time. For everybody, I think, man. It was, though. I mean, we had crazy amounts of debt. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, we were still climbing out of that hole. Right. Uh, thank goodness neither of us have wanted kids because mm-hmm. it's that w- would have been a lot more pressure so we get to 2008 and the market crashes and you guys are in debt and you're like holy shit now what's the next move fuck around on twitter <laughs> <laughs> was that when you got into writing with like drink nation or it, yeah good call good call well i mean no the fir- first thing was actually zagat uh, but only on a small on a small basis but i mean I, i'm not kidding when i say it was twitter like that got me into the conversation like i remember when mike klein followed me back and craig leban who i like uh, advised like i would give him twitter tips about like don't start with an with somebody's handle and right. all that stuff it's pronounced zagat Zagat, like right. the cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Zagat, I actually like looked that up on YouTube like two hours ago. Yeah, because I was like, I have no idea. Like, I hear people say Zagat. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, this is like, so me call, you know, calling a restaurant and being like, hi, I'm Donya from Zagat. The Gap? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so you were at Drink Nation for a few years. Did you, did your thought, the way you, your thought process when it came to beer, was that totally different by the time you were done than when you went in? Oh, so yeah, beer. I mean, beer became, it was just a great timing for me with beer. You know, the, the scene here was, had, had been incubating for, since the late nineties, but like around 2010 is when it just like exploded, like craft beer exploded nationally. Right. And then I got, you know, I got, I'm, I was friends with all the, not just the bar owners, but then the brewery owners mm-hmm. and especially the local brewery scene was just percolating back then. Mm-hmm. And right. I ended up becoming a writer. Like, so I got a column in Philly beer scene magazine mm-hmm. and I would write stuff for like all about beer national mm-hmm. magazines. I had something in draft magazine. Awesome. Um, you know, I went to San Francisco Beer Week to cover their Beer Week. I got in with all the the Philly Beer Week folks. Nice, it was awesome. So hey, you went to San Francisco Beer Week. How does that comp- How did that compare to the time to the Philly Beer Week? So Philly Beer Week. So I I didn't go there. I went there in 2014, which was um, so the thing. So uh, San Francisco had a bigger beer scene before Philly, mm-hmm. but Philly Beer Week was first. 
San Francisco Beer Week started a year after Philly Beer Week. So it was like, so I went in 2014, I went to the two best beer weeks in the city to compare them, basically. And what I found is that at the time, San Francisco Beer Week was much more about local breweries. There were, there's many more of them. I mean, California has more breweries than I think it's California and Denver uh, have the most breweries and in the country. But and at the time, Philly didn't have that many local breweries. Okay, we right. had a great scene and a great like. If you go out in the suburbs, we had some. What we have here, which I think is still why Philly is the best beer city in the country, mm-hmm. is we have now we have an even more robust scene of local breweries. That's right here. Mm-hmm. Then we have the regional players like the Victory and Yards and Trogues mm-hmm. and um, those folks. Tired Hands. So tired Hands. I would put in the like super local. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but so like in Dogfish Head, like there are, there mm-hmm. are ours, but we also get all the beers from Belgium. We, Philadelphia is considered to be drink more Belgium beer any, than anywhere else outside the country. Mm-hmm. It's wow, called nice. like Brussels no, on no the kidding. Schuylkill or something. Oh, yeah? wow, and that's no a lot of that's because of Tom Peters at Monks. Right. And also because of Tom Peters at Monks, we get all the California special beers. Okay. Uh, we used to get them here before anyone else got them in Philly, like mm-hmm. Russian rivers, Russian you know, rivers, the Pliny, yeah. the, the, the younger and all that stuff. Okay. Um, so we can get everything. We can get everything from West of the Rockies. We can get everything from Europe. Plus we have a great local scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so you moved from Drink Nation to Billy Penn, right? Is that is mm, that the? I had there was a an interim place actually. I left Drink Nation to do Zagat mostly full time, but while I was at Zagat, I got like offered all a bunch of gigs. So I did a the, the year I won Freelancer of the Year from the Pen and Pencil Club. I had I was doing Zagat. I had my Philly beer scene monthly beer uh, column. I had a I was a restaurant critic for the Courier Post in New Jersey. I had was been doing a restaurant critic for the New Jersey Monthly. Also, I had a weekly column at Philly.com about old restaurants in Philly. I did that for two years. It was called The Spot. It was one of their most popular, most trafficked articles uh, every week. You said old restaurants like old school, old choice. school. So you right. go to like saloon and like the places that have been around. I love that stuff because everybody in Philly is so obsessed with new. I love the older spots. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was the best. That taught me. I did that for two years. Thank, thank you to Mike Klein who who was my editor there and like got hired me for that gig. I mean, they didn't pay me enough, but it was worth it because the, the, the education I got about Philly about Philly history. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell the story of Philadelphia through its restaurants. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was not just about the restaurants, what I learned. I learned about, I feel like that grounded me in Philadelphia. That's why, like half of why I can call myself a real Philadelphian. Sure. I know the history. I know a lot of the history mm-hmm. anyway. Well, Philly, well, Philly's waterfront is the most underutilized. Disaster. Well, they're, yeah. getting, there. they're, they're getting, getting there. They're getting there. Is that park actually happening? It is happening. It is happening. Okay. I mean... I don't know. I made you a video. better than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I made a video like f- to help make it happen. Like we we photographed. They wanted to show the Knight Foundation, which is helping get the funders. Wanted to show yeah. how. Shout out to our guest Taib Smith, who was a part of the Knight Foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and Taib actually, I, I Billy Penn is housed at Pipeline Philly. Oh, is oh, it is just where we okay. were. Oh, wow. we, that's where we interviewed him. Okay. So we were in the same room. Yeah, yeah it's all connected, baby. <laughs> it is yeah. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, Taib's a yeah. yeah it's it's an incestuous city. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. is. Yeah. It is. It's like a small town mm-hmm. inside a little city. Yeah, very Which, much so. I mean, that's, I love that though. I yeah. love that too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also that there's two Philadelphias. Like Tell there's me. there's that mm-hmm. connected 
Philadelphia. Right. And, and then people that aren't connected. There's yep. the neighborhoods and like people and like you look at Philadelphia from the air or from the drone. Like I've flown over Philadelphia in a helicopter and you can see there's so much of Philadelphia that's like broken down row houses. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Um, we can say that because we're not to, you know, we're connected. We're, we're, in, in. we're in the scene. Yeah. Right. And like sometimes when I'm talking to people in my neighborhood, I live on two street. It's like I'm I'm talking to like they're like what what what's that where is that I'm like you've never been to like the place right. that everyone I know has been thirty thousand times right no right. yeah that's what I mean it's weird and we're all guilty of this we tend to walk in the places that we walk every day mm-hmm. and we don't think okay let me let me go let me go a few blocks south or a few blocks north and see that there is it's not all it's not all craft so that's beers one of and my fancy favorite restaurants things. that's one of my favorite things about having so a year ago you know i became editor of billy pen not just food and drink or i was culture i was a culture writer before you know so it wasn't just food and drink but it was i became editor of everything so i had to pay attention to everything that goes on in philly and it's taken me out of that out of mm. my safe area mm. so much right. you, know, you gotta think about the whole city mm. right you gotta right. think about the especially we have this broken philly collaborative okay. this reporting collaborative i saw the thing you guys just started yeah well we had so we, we 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 added something new but it started about a year ago right when actually like the sec my second day as editor we went to this meeting how where con- like how convenient yeah <laughs> you're, you're gonna be part of this <laughs> yeah. collaborative like, now well, that you've agreed to everything yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a major project for you to undertake <laughs> major project the coolest thing is though that it's all the city's most of the city's newsrooms collaborating with each other like why do we have to fight each other we're gonna you know instead of everybody fighting to get the scoop why don't we each investigate a different part we can cover so much more ground that way Mm -hmm. and the cool thing is that it's mostly working and it's not just small people it's like Inquirer is part of it and NBC10 is part of it and WHYY is part of it and like then places that are smaller than Billy Penn like Phil Latino's radio and Mm -hmm. you know you have WRD as part of it the Trib is part Mm -hmm. of it like it's amazing are you the only female of all the major media news outlets are you the the top dog per se are there any other female editors in chiefs well and um, Julie Zeglin who was editor in chief of Generosity which is its own site but she just became like a week ago she just got promoted to be editor of uh, all of technically which technically Philly technically is in several cities so she runs all of that and Generosity so Julie big ups to Julie yeah um there's others, a few other women, Wendy Warren at NBC10. Mm. Uh, and actually, the woman who's running the whole collaborative, there's a woman running the whole, two women running the whole collaborative. Do you, do you think it would have happened if men were in charge? Would this have ever happened? Mm. You'd be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, I actually, it's a damn good point. Mm. That's a damn good point. And somebody, some of these women... I've been told I was warned like oh this person is difficult to work with you know to watch I hate that word difficult and and the, someone it said just to means me, you're you're honest and passionate about what the fuck you're talking about yeah you know someone I mean? said to me the other day well, who I'm, was, dif- I'm difficult yeah. John, Johnny says I'm difficult all the time yeah, yeah. well you you are you're just yeah, difficult, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, difficult. Yeah, you don't get fa- you don't that's a fair assessment sure I'm sorry to interrupt go ahead no no I mean the, the, the difficult this this person was described as me as, oh when, when we worked with her at the Inquirer she was difficult it was hard to work she was hard to work with and somebody said to me, well, "Who was telling you all this? Were these were these people men?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize that they right. were. Hmm. It's weird to me because I hate like being like, "Oh, all men are like that, and all women are like that." Like that's as bad as what like the men and the women are accused of being doing. Of right. doing. Right. Right. It's, yeah. It's no silly. backbiting. Yeah. Just keep it moving. What you got, man? So 
you're working at Billy Pin, and Billy Pin is obviously part of something that's uh, something. Journalism's different now than it was. So, so Reef works in, and Greg both work in music, and I work in retail. And both of those businesses have completely changed in the past 15 years. <laughs> right? So, mm, yep. but probably none of them have changed as much as journalism has. And journalism, it's radical. I mean, what, what, 20 years ago you guys sold papers and now you don't even really have a paper. No, so, we don't have a paper. Right. So, where, where's the future of this thing going? The future of journalism is collaborative mm. and member supported. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's instead of, and so there's several models for how to involve your readers in payment. Like, I think that getting away from advertising, paying for journalism, which is not working and has, you know, it, it, mm. Craigslist took that away. It right. wasn't the internet. Mm. It was like, it was just Specifically like. Specifically Craigslist, yeah. Well, Craig Newmark, it wasn't his fault that he came up with a good idea. Newspapers could have done <laughs> right. it. Wait, there's an actual Craig? Yeah, oh, yeah, Craig Newmark. I thought I was just a name. He's yeah. a philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. He's a fantastic. Shout out to that guy. And he like, yeah. he, like the only thing he charged was like San Francisco and New York. He didn't charge any other city. You could list anything wow. you want. You know, he didn't make any money on it. Yeah. But I mean. It's hard to compete with that for your newspaper. Yeah. But he already, he was already rich when he did that. I don't think so. No? No, he did it. He did it. He made his money. I think he was money. kind of a hippie. I think he was kind of a hippie. Yeah. yeah. And, but it wasn't really his fault either. I mean, mm. advertising was never, it was never a good model. And then when we went online, it was never enough. No one charged enough. So some places are doing paywall, and that's okay. And they can do that. But I think the better model is that people who care... Uh, become members and pay, right. and then the content is available to, to everyone. everybody. That's a beautiful. beautiful. So it's following. So it's almost like, like the way that we, we would yeah. hope the way the country would be. You know what I mean? Where it's right. like you have it, you help, and then the people that may not have it but still want to be a part of it, you kind of you've 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 helped them be a part of it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's crazy to me. It to makes think a lot that, of fucking sense. It's crazy to me to think that like so many people have it and could could help. You know and what I mean? It's not like it's gonna hurt them. No, you know? the amount no, no. that we're like you could become. You can choose whatever amount you want for right. Billy Penn at this point. It's like we pay you as you go type pay, of thing. You could choose. You could become a member for a dollar a month. You could become a member for. a you know, yeah. but if you pay five bucks a month, you get like some perks that we give you. But you five bucks a month, and it's free for everyone, right? Right. We right. just need a certain number of people we, to pay. Right. Obviously, you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't love Philadelphia. You're not from here, but you're now a Philadelphian. I am a Philadelphian. Yeah. So what what is it about the city that you're like? This is my spot, and I want to I want to freaking present it to people. Philadelphia, it is cliche at this point Philadelphia has grit Philadelphia <laughs> yeah I know I'm sorry I used to say that and I used to not be stupid yeah, Flyers ruined it yeah Flyers ruined it um, Philadelphia is real I mean Philadelphia is real in the sense that the fucking country was founded here the ideals whether or not we're living up to them of democracy were founded here the computer was invented here oil was discovered here um the, there's so many Preach. firsts in this area it is a special place on this planet and the people here express that i mean everybody everybody realizes that they're part of something here right. and 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 whether or not the rest of the country notices or not i mean we the, don't give a fuck we don't right. give a fuck <laughs> Right. I mean, this is this is Philadelphia was like what my personality was looking for. Right. I, I I am a Philadelphian. Woo. 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 
right, let's go to the blunt. So we're going to hit you fast questions, fast answers. All right? Philly Blunt. Like straight, straight through it. All right. What book do you frequently recommend to people? I don't have a book to recommend. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, one. Just pull one out. um, (laughs) God, like 100 Years of Solitude. Gabriel Garcia Marcus. That's fine. You write. You don't read. You write. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a, I read, That's a good one. I read two books every year. My aunt sends them to me for Christmas. She vets them for me. She gets a bestseller list. I'm like, thank God right, you do so that. Because, yeah. Right. Do you have a nickname? This is my pet peeve. What is a freaking nickname for Danya? <laughs> the one nickname I have is my sister, Donza Fonz. I like it. Donza like Fonz? Right. Donzi. She calls me Donzi. Donzi. And now my niece and nephew call me Donzi also. Yeah, yeah. So, Auntie Donzi. Uh, Auntie Donzi. I like it. Uh, hypothetically, if you were opening a cafe in South Jersey, what would the name be? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. <laughs> That's a good name. We'll just go with that. For, for, for fuck's sake. For fuck's FFS. Sake, FFS. I, I would it would have FFS Cafe, actually. That I would go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have worked. That would have worked. P H U C K S. What is an activity that some people do that you would forever be too scared to try? Like skydiving or something along those lines. Oh, man. I like skydiving. Um, I think shooting up drugs. Okay. Word. Dogs or cats? I have both. Love both. Dogs. Dogs all, all day long. All Anybody day. says Screw cats. Yeah. Anybody says cats. Like, I want them. I, we're going to erase the podcast. We're not, we're not going live with that. When cats I'm, are alien beings. Cats. When I'm, when I'm hurting, when I'm upset, or I'm going through it, my cat comes up. Dude, I got one for you. Do you think a dog would not? Not a dog would. When I don't have a dog, so I have to read what I have. You want a cat? I got a cat. I got a cat. I will so gladly give you. When Reeve been sitting back with his Pinot Gris, the cat just comes up in my robe, in my fucking silk robe, my smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a cat. Comes right up. It's like, are you okay, sir? You've been on both sides of the coin. What's harder, having a story denied or denying a story? Denying a story. And why is that? If you don't mind. I know it's rapid, but just quick, like, why? You want to give a voice to everyone. Okay. All right. Gotcha. What scares you? I, I didn't mean to upset you. That, that looked like it hurt <laughs> your feelings. No, it's a hurt. It's a hurtful thing. Yeah. And there's so much more you want to do. I would wish I had a staff that was more than three people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What scares you? Oh, my goodness. The future of journalism scares me. Okay. That, that we could, like, I think our democracy depends on it. And because I'm so involved in it right now, I see that it's, like, there are times when there has not been a, a recorder or somebody who takes the news. And that's where dictators rise. And it, literally, it's not, it's not a f- lie. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Uh, one thing you would change about Philly? Mm, less litter. Street sweeping. I would like to have street sweeping, please. Best place for you to see music in Philadelphia, in your personal opinion? Underground arts. Ooh, oh, love that good spot. spot. So much fun there. Ah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love that they have the big room and then the little room. If mm-hmm. it's like a smaller show, cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly's a city of huge sports fans and food and drink fans. But what aspect of Philly do you wish the city would embrace more? Oh, that is hard. I wish Philly would embrace the fashionista aspect because mm. we got some fashion here we yeah. really do yeah, yeah. Uh, why do I hate New Yorkers because they're assholes <laughs> <laughs> word favorite place to vacation you guys travel a lot so where, where was your favorite place where is your favorite place to vacation I 
hate vacationing. Well, so but, your favorite place what? to visit. But, you hate like, vacationing? I do. I don't. You, you don't like relaxing. I like relaxing. I relax at home. If you had to hop on a plane, you're stressed out. You just want to get out of here for a minute. Where are you going? Okay. I mean, if I'm stressed out and I want to get away from something, I'm going to be in my house and turn off my internet. Okay. Okay. But I do like, there's places that I love. Um, uh, so two places. I know it's quick. St. Lucia is absolutely fucking gorgeous and gorgeous and great food and gorgeous, but like, not a great place to be. There's men with machine guns everywhere and right. not, not get great. Right. Um, Isla Navidad in Mexico. It's called Christmas Island. It's this peninsula in Mexico. It's a, a beautiful place. The people seem happy. Like all the, all the people who live there are doing well on the mm. tourism it's thing. East coast or West coast? It's a West coast, okay. West coast of Mexico. Okay. Gorgeous. Cool. What is a movie that everybody else has seen? And you have not. Oh, any rom-com. Any uh. anyone? <laughs> Cheers! You didn't see Fever Pitch. <laughs> I mean, name name one. I, I um like American Pie. This is the worst genre of movie ever made. Yeah, mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. So uh, you followed John Carpenter on Twitter. He, he's favorite good. director, he's, babe. He's All good right. for this. Nice. He's a Twitter stalker. Yeah. They live. They <laughs> lives your favorite John Carpenter. They live. My boy yeah. dressed up as uh, one of the skeletons. What, what is yours? For Halloween. I'm a Halloween. So did you see the new one yet? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. I thought it was decent. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and yeah. I'm going to see it. It's worth watching. John Carpenter, but I like vampires. Mm-hmm. I mean, Assault on Precinct 13, the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, The Thing. The Thing is great. So, The Thing is a great movie, but there are no women in it. None. Zero. Zero. Wow. No That's kidding. a thing. That's no a kidding. thing with a thing. thing. That's a thing with a thing. That's a thing with a thing. Was that a yeah. thing in Alaska <laughs> back in the day? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure it was accurate. Oh. It's just like it's... Yeah. Yeah. My last for you is uh, one week from yesterday, the greatest thing that ever happened in Philadelphia happened. Where were you? I was in my house mm-hmm. uh, watching on a... You know, a seventy-five inch TV, probably with flex, the, flex. Yeah. I like you know, it. This is what we we have seventy-five, eighty-five. All these TVs yeah, come yeah. in and out of our house, and it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I and, like it. But it was worth it for the Super Bowl, for sure. I was unleashing streams of like curse words, yeah. like when Nichols oh, yeah. caught oh, that. Yeah. You mother. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still yeah, can't believe yeah. it. I still can't believe it. You, you stayed in, or did you go out? To did you go to Broad Street? We, I did not go to Broad Street, but we went out. We went outside. We mm-hmm. just hung out. We have a. We're in a little alley, and uh, our whole alley was just nuts. Off. What, was what, nuts. What, what area do you, do you live in now? I live in uh, Bella Vista, like the okay. top of the Italian market. Oh, okay, cool. So I have a Isaiah Zagar mural in my house. Mm-hmm. You know the oh, mosaic wow. murals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an you're, awesome you're place. Anastasia's fan. It's my favorite restaurant in the city. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Absolutely, your favorite restaurant. Favorite. No I, I'm way. a seafood head, and they just you got you get it out of a cart. You get it out Anastasia. of a bucket in front okay. of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just like a, that's yeah. that's as old as you know what I mean. Yeah, that's good old school. That's as fresh as you can get, man. Yeah. So, what's a place you've never been that you most want to go to? A place. A place, any place. Yeah, any what place. Where's yeah. a place? That, do, do, do those like for me? I always am like, you know, if you're missing out, I'm always like, oh, what's a place that if I die, I'm, I never went there. It's going to be a freaking it disaster. Could be, it could be like Torsdale. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where, wherever. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a mountaintop, any mountaintop. I've never really been on top of a mountain, like snowy mountain Alps or Himalayas or something like that. All right, so an asteroid's coming to Philly. You got one meal left. What's your beer and what's your meal? Where is that? Where, where it is. Where is it? Let's lock. Let's lock it down with That's this. The last yeah. one. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The the beer is Trogue's Perpetual IPA. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. 
Yeah, Reef doesn't understand what you're talking I know, about. I Greg and I, Greg I and I are both so like, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's solid. That's solid. That's solid call. And what's the meal? Yeah, the meal. This asteroid is wiping out existence. She's trying not to. Yeah, yeah, you know, you gotta, she's, yeah, yeah. She's got to keep everybody happy. Got to keep see, everybody happy. I see, I see who she follows: Salamana, <laughs> Vetri. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't be mad if she Defaria pizza. That's not your Brooklyn. last meal. I mean, you know, if you if you go into it, I think it's probably going to be Santucci's pizza <laughs> on the nice 10th Street. Santucci's yeah, Christian. I mean, yeah. the upside down pizza. So we eat there. Listen, we we we, we order takeout from there. Listen, listen, once or twice I a month. I grew up. Yeah, yeah, I get it. My Original girls, my girls Street, from there, Junietta Park. Me I grew and my up girl had this argument because she grew up on the original. And I'm yeah. like, it's the same <laughs> fucking well, these, thing. These no, no, no. It's listen, the same these thing. on 10th Street are, are the people. It's the same people. It's no, it's a family. It splits up. Daughter. No, it's no, but the there's same. a bunch of Santucci's that are different, but these folks on 10th Street are the people I would order off yes. of on oh. O Street growing no up. Shit. There's a bunch family. of Joe Santucci's family. and other family and cousins, but yeah. this is the originals down yeah. here in the Italian A bunch market. of Joe Santucci's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like <laughs> Joe Santucci's four. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Santucci's cousin. If we end my podcast on Joe San- on the Santucci's pizza, I'm so happy. Yeah, right. what's you guys are awesome. What's, what's your favorite? I like white with spinach. How about you? White? Mm. Oh my god! White white Santucci's. I've never even yeah. tried. I would never with spinach. Come on, it's so come on. good. Uh, I'm not just doing uh, tomato pie. I, you know, I'm doing mushroom and sausage. Sh- you guys sausage sh- and mushroom. Showing your nice. color a little bit. Right? <laughs> sausage and mushroom, and if you order anything less than a large, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah. this yep. might be my my favorite interview for this. Yeah, most delicious anyway. Don't don't. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let her have this. There's moment. Mr. Positive and Mr. Negative. Yeah. There they are. That's how right I go. There. It's like the smiling and upside down <laughs> smiley faces. Yeah. Good, good, good cop, cop, bad cop. cop. Good yep. cop, bad cop. Right over there. Dinah, thank you so much for coming on the show. We yeah, really appreciate it. It was a great Thank interview. You. Thank you. Awesome. Your, uh, your handles, all the promos, yeah, yeah, social yeah, media. Oh, it's all Philly design. Billy Penn, Billy underscore Penn. Are you on the gram? Billy underscore pen, Philly design, Philly design, and Billy underscore pen, Twitter and Instagram. So you follow Billy Penn. Th- we're talking to you. If you follow Billy Penn, you're talking to, I oversee all of it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying, are you telling me you're an overseer? <laughs> She's not tweeting. <laughs> are you pulling KRS one on me now? <laughs> Shout out to Brahaus. Yeah, thanks totally. for having Shout us. Out to you guys. Yep. Shout out to Doug. Yeah, yeah, absolutely awesome. Great spot. Yeah, Doug. All, right. All right, thanks, man. All Thank right. you. Alfita's in. See you.